welcome to Still Buffering, a sister's guide to teens through the ages. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McElroy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. Hello, sisters. How are you? Hello. Good. I, good. That's good hello. to hear. That was a question and you answered hello, Riley. <laughs> How are you? Hello. <laughs> That's fine. It's it's early for Riley. It is. It's a Sunday. It's like 1245. <laughs> Mm. She generally wouldn't be awake for another hour, Mm-mm. so so it's hard for her to be functioning at this at this time of I'm day. In, I'm in summer mode already. Got two weeks of school left. Got my summer brain turned on. School brain turned off. That's not great for school performance. School's <laughs> over, man. It's time to ride the waves and soak up the rays. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Did you have that planned? No, it just happened. That was very good. <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to be soaking up those rays, please wear your sunscreen. <laughs> it's summer, man. Skin protection is no laughing matter, Riley. Summer. I had a disturbing experience last night. <laughs> Tell us about it. Uh, we, Justin and and Charlie and I went over to Mom and Dad and Riley's house for dinner, and we got Olive Garden, <laughs> of course, the OG. And uh, I had finished all of my shrimp scampi. I'd finished all my, like, shrimp and vegetables. I do appreciate you got shrimp scampi. I did. It's very good. And I have asparagus in it that's actually really well cooked. It is. <laughs> so, <laughs> it really is. And I didn't eat all of the pasta because there's, like, a lot of pasta. That's the thing about Olive Garden. They give you a lot of pasta mm-hmm. there. They do. And sometimes you just can't fill your belly with that many noodles. Right. And so I didn't finish all my noodles, but like there were shrimp tails in there and like I'd eaten all the other things out of it. So who wants this? I put it in the garbage can. And then about 20 minutes later, dad is standing there holding a container of noodles and he's asking everyone if anyone wants it. And he looks at me and says, don't you want this? Like, look at all these noodles. And I'm like, whose is that? And he goes, wasn't this yours? Well, no, because I put mine in the garbage can. And that is that is something you're holding in your hand and offering for people to eat. So clearly that's not that's not that. And then I look closer and no, that's my that's my plate. And I, and of course at that point I have to say, Dad, did you did you get my food out of the garbage can? Out of the garbage can. And try to feed it back to me. You know, and the answer is yes. yes, he did. Garbage can can be thought of as an exterior storage facility for <laughs> food in this case. The it best. was it was in there kind of sideways. So what he and, and there was no lid on it. So what he would have had to do was scrape it against the side of the garbage can as he lifted it to keep the noodles from falling out. And then f- try to feed it to his <laughs> child. <laughs> How fresh was that garbage bag, though? Was that like a new new yeah, bag? Like, uh, That's like okay. A, there's some there's some wiggle room there. Like a, I'd say like a day old bag. Yeah. Uh, no, no. The and, best the best part was Sydney Justin left shortly after, and Dad goes back inside, and we're all just talking, you know. And all of a sudden, he bursts out laughing about twenty minutes later. So it was so funny, Dad. He said, I just can't figure out why I tried to give Sydney food that was out of the garden. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> well, at least he recognized that it was insane. <laughs> at least that eventually happened. I mean, I like if he was trying to teach me a lesson, that's fine. There were some angel hair pasta noodles left in that. There were many container. a noodle left in that. I, I could have saved them. That's fair. I could have. I <laughs> perhaps I was being wasteful. You may criticize me for that. And if he was trying to teach me a lesson, and that was how that conversation had ended, 
great. But he wasn't. He just genuinely thought, well, maybe somebody wants to eat these trash noodles. (laughs) (laughs) I I have to question, just because I've never had Olive Garden delivered to my abode. Um, I feel like the best thing about an Olive Garden is the never any breadsticks. How like how enjoyable can that meal be without those delightful warm breadsticks that's every the, five to ten minutes? That's the best part about ordering food with the, with the Smurl family. Uh, you get so many breadsticks; it's like they're never ending. <laughs> they sent us they sent us many bags of breadsticks. We had four bags of breadsticks to start out with <laughs> because I guess you get so many with every meal you order. And Justin secretly ordered extra. Um, so by the end of the night, we were left with one half of a bag of breadsticks and two full bags of breadsticks. And everyone just saying, what do we do with all these breadsticks? And of course, this morning when I woke up, about 10 minutes before I came down here to do this, Dad said, do you want some warmed up breadsticks for breakfast? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds great. You know, but I, I feel like that's probably because there are lots of people that, that have complained in the past. Like, you know, when I come to your restaurant... I get like 30 of these. You sent five with my food. I need more breadsticks. I like, need, I, they probably yeah. just, <laughs> just spill bags. Just send them all the breadsticks, whatever. Just We don't want that phone call. <laughs> endless should be endless. <laughs> no matter where I am. I want your delivery man to sit outside in my driveway <laughs> with warm bags of breadsticks. And every time I ring a bell, I want him to give me more breadsticks. Uh, <laughs> breadsticks, please. <laughs> we. I mean, I, I think it's fair to say that when it comes to food, there's more issues than that. Dad also this weekend purchased an entire dozen <laughs> chocolate cake donuts for himself. I saw him walk in with a box of donuts and I thought, wow, how nice. He got them for us Friday night. Maybe he was thinking we could have some Saturday and have some Sunday. And no, he got a whole box of 12 that are just the kind that he liked. And he ate six. Six. And these are, okay, mm. this is from Jolly Pirate Donuts, which is a local donut Which he has said many times before, if you're in Huntington, get them from Jolly Pirate because they're very They're good. delicious donuts, but they're like, they're, I mean, they're fairly large. I mean, they're, they're yeah. regular donut, donut sized. They're not like little donuts. They're big donuts. Big, thick uh-huh. chocolate cake, frosted. Yeah. Ugh, donuts. Six of them for breakfast. So this morning to save him from himself, <laughs> mom <laughs> threw two of his donuts over the hill. <laughs> Because she was afraid if she put him in the trash can, he'd dig him back out. <laughs> oh. I just want to know the, the continued life of those two donuts. <laughs> they go on some wild forest adventure. Do they meet a nice raccoon? <laughs> do deer eat donuts? Those probably do. Our deer probably do. Yeah, well, man, you're going to get tons of wild animals just like, oh, you think Tommy's getting donuts this weekend? <laughs> <laughs> just hanging outside the fence waiting. I, I know, hope so. I know we're spending a lot of time laughing at our dad, but I love dad. Well, we love dad, too. <laughs> Are you trying He's to get something? to this. I love you, dad. Are you just trying to, you want something. Riley just wants something. She's I just want my kind of donuts. <laughs> Save that. I thought that's where that was leading was I love donuts. Then you said dad. It took it took a sweet turn. <laughs> we love dad too. We just want him to eat eat better so he'll be around forever. <laughs> eat four less donuts in any general situation. However many, just eat four less. Exactly. There there's our tip, dad. Uh let's why don't we talk more about food? Great transition, Sid. Speaking of breakfast food. You know, as a teenager, I never understood the importance of breakfast. I very rarely ate it. You know, I'm going to make a very unpopular opinion statement right here. I hate breakfast food. Wow. Most breakfast foods, I hate. 
I'm I'm actually gonna have to, with the exception of bacon, I'm kind of with you. Yeah, bacon oh. is fine. I know. Like I could eat maybe like a bagel or some bacon, but thinking about like sitting down and having a whole breakfast meal with several different items or some sort of like large meal for breakfast, uh, no, thank you. I don't enjoy. Oh man, see, I like breakfast for dinner was like the most brilliant, amazing, exciting concept to me, like as a teenager, <laughs> as a child. Like the, I love breakfast food, and then the idea of eating to eat it as like a real meal at the end of the day is like the ultimate reward. I mean, I think that's a popular opinion. I think most people would agree with you though, Tay, because Justin loves breakfast food. Most people I know love breakfast food. It, it's the wonderful mashup of salty and sweet, you know? You could have waffles chilling on your plate right next to sausage. You could have like pancakes and you can also have bacon. Like you could have everything. I get it. I understand. And I think I should like it more. And like I like isolated, like I like runny eggs, but I like them on things like hamburgers oh. <laughs> or like, I don't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? My like, problem is on the weekdays. Over some nachos. That yeah. would be good. On the weekdays during the school year, <laughs> <laughs> I wake up so early and I get ready I don't have time to eat like a full sit down breakfast so I usually just don't eat anything except like drink some coffee and on the weekends I wake up so late it's lunch time by the time I wake up so I'm, <laughs> I eat lunch food for breakfast and during the summer it's like every day is a weekend and I'm always waking up at noon but you really should eat breakfast I mean that's one thing I look back and think of all the days that I mean especially once I was a teenager and I had a little bit more control over like I decide. I mean, because mom and dad kind of said, like, listen, this is when you need to be at school. You decide when you get up. You know, right. I mean, I didn't, they didn't dictate, like, you need to get up this early. It was, you got to be there on time. You decide how early you get up to get ready yeah. and get there. And so, for me, it was, like, the exact, like, the, the smallest amount of time between getting out of bed and walking in when the bell rang. I mean, like, that was what I was trying mm-hmm. to do. I wanted... I didn't care. I didn't need time to unwind or whatever. I wanted to like eat every little second of sleep out of the morning that I could. So I definitely didn't make time for breakfast. See, I need time to wake up and make my first cup of coffee and relax for a minute, <laughs> put on my clothes. I wake up an hour and 20 minutes before I leave for school. Oh my gosh. Man. See, I, I, I remember uh, the cartoons were really good early like that's what that would get me out of bed there was a fairly good block on uh on cartoon network like from like the 5 30 to like the 7 30 <laughs> block they'd like replay the sailor moon from the previous day like that that was the main driving force in me i was a fairly early riser like i i would wake up but it was all cartoon based i could i couldn't do that guys it was for me it was very much like 20 to 30 minutes before i needed to be there I could get up and I mean, because I would shower the night before. So it was just literally like, you know, untangle my hair and throw clothes on. Um, I tried to set my clothes out the night before so that I could take as I mean, not because I was super organized, just because like you wanted to sleep more. I could sleep more. <laughs> you know what? I found the solution to that. If you just go to sleep in the clothes you want to wear the next day, you're good to go. That's true. Yeah. But no? I get some wrinkles. And with the clothes that, I mean, but I have to wear like business casual to work every day. <laughs> she rocks the business cash. And that's not, that's not comfortable for sleeping. Yeah, all right. 
you know, I don't want to wear dress pants to I bed. I didn't just drop a really smart life hack on you. <laughs> if I, I mean, life hack, sleep in your clothes. Never take them off. Never, never take your clothes off. Life hack. <laughs> also, you shouldn't sleep in underwear. So what? what? You know, it's bad. Let everything breathe. I we are talking about something totally different. Ah. I intended on talking about talking about today. I am being very uncomfortable. <laughs> wait, wait, we're that... talking about foods. Back to no. breakfast. <laughs> but but wait, is that a doctor's opinion or is that a personal opinion? Uh, yeah, it's better not to sleep in underwear. Uh, I mean, like you can wear shorts or something over it. Like you don't unless you don't want to. I mean, you sleep naked. Sydney, I thought we were talking about food. Anyway, butts, butts, butts. Now we're talking about butts, butts, butts. <laughs> I know that school breakfast existed. I never ate it. I'm aware that it was happening. I remember the super donut. I think we've talked about the super we donut. Talk, we have. I'll tell about that super donut. Yeah, and like I, I remember having that on test mornings. But other than that, I, I don't know anything about school breakfast because I never ate it. I never ate breakfast as, a, as an adult. I regret that, and I try to at least grab a granola bar every morning. Not the healthiest thing I could eat. I eat yogurt when I have the chance. Now, at my school, they have breakfast you can get. Like, yes. as soon as you get there. I've never been there early enough to get it. Exactly. Nor have I ever gotten lunch <laughs> or breakfast at school. Um, but the one thing I feel like is crazy is they go out of their way to make breakfast available to us. And they give us, they lengthened our first period of the day by 12 minutes to give us 12 minutes at the beginning of class to eat our breakfast where we don't do schoolwork. We just eat our breakfast. That's good. Yeah. yeah. But then if you're in an AP class at the end of the year, most AP tests that I am taking are morning AP tests that start at 8 o'clock when the school day starts at 10 till 8 o'clock but you have to be in the test room by 10 till 8 o'clock and you can't have food or drink in there so like this past Friday I had my AP US history test and I was in there at 7.50 and I did not leave until 11.45 and was not allowed to eat or drink anything during that entire time. You should have prioritized breakfast. I told you this by the way recently i gave you this piece of advice outside of this show in real life i looked at riley and said listen i wish i'd realized when i was younger how important breakfast is it's in a hugely important meal it gets the brain started it we you need to eat breakfast but we, like, you should have carved up before those tests like a yeah. marathon runner just a big bowl you should have eaten that angel hair pasta that was like <laughs> eat some brain food <laughs> Just like housing breadsticks outside the testing room. Five more minutes, I'll be in. I'm gonna go. Be ready. My whole thing with breakfast, and y'all are gonna laugh, but like, if I had time to eat breakfast, I would probably eat it either on my way to school or as soon as I get to school, because I wouldn't have time to before, and it'd be way too early to before. But right before I leave for school, I brush my teeth, and I just got that minty fresh feeling, and I don't want to like. Shove a granola bar then there on top of that because then it just tastes bad. Uh-huh. I mean, mm. I I solve for that now by drinking coffee all morning. So I have coffee breath. Nobody cares about my granola bar breath. <laughs> 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 I've completely overridden that with the black coffee that I'm chugging in between patients that I'm seeing. <laughs> no, I, I do get that. I feel like like once I brush my teeth, I want to enjoy that like hour or two of like beautiful like menthol m- yeah. breath. <laughs> Yeah, because then by the time you get to lunch in a school day, it's already kind of worn off a little bit because it's been like two hours, so you don't care eat, to eat. Eat yogurt while you're putting your makeup on. Brush your teeth right before you leave. <sighs> Boom. That's Sydney. Done. I need two hands to do my makeup. Occasionally take a bite of yogurt in between. 
Don't you like have to wait for your face to bake or something at some point? That make that yogurt the yogurt bake. Yeah, yogurt. <laughs> bake. You, you, you spray that break stuff and bake. That sets it or whatever. Uh huh. Do that. Mm-hmm. And Do eat a, some. Get some like Greek yogurt with some protein in it. Uh, you know what the crazy thing is about <laughs> breakfast times at my school is not this year, but last year we had breakfast you could get if you got to school early. So you could get breakfast food. Um, and then right after our first period of the day, we had grab and go where you could go again and get more food, which seems like a bit of an odd thing. And I guess they did it for the kids who weren't there on time to eat breakfast in the mornings. But also they just lengthened our time between classes by three minutes. So you just had 10 minutes to get to your next class on the complete other side of school, but also stop and get food. And if you're a hobbit, that's second breakfast. <laughs> you know, Riley, I... They're just accommodating hobbits. <laughs> when I, I think of how, how, how rarely I, like, really cared about, like, ah, eating breakfast, even eating lunch, like, when I was your age, like, there will come a day where you buy your own food on a regular basis, and suddenly any opportunity to eat for free, it's like... It's it's like Christmas. It's like I will I will go to an event and see people that I do not want to see just if there's free food. Like that will get me out of bed. Like take advantage of that sweet sweet free food while you can. <laughs> it's it's funny. I know what you're saying, Tay, and I think that that I that was reinforced in me because of like medical school and then residency, all those years where like I was still I you know in school and so just whatever free food that would was thrown my way I was like yeah I'll come there's gonna be free food there yeah. <laughs> what is that there's a lecture I'm coming to the lecture not if it's a farm rep not if it's a pharmaceutical representative you can't buy me do you know the cost of a slice of pizza I have a handout on it anyway <laughs> but otherwise otherwise I'm there um which I guess is an, a big difference between when you all were in school and now that I'm in school because I used to watch like when I was in like elementary and middle school those tv shows about teens in high school or middle school um pay like bringing money and like right. bullies taking their lunch money and i was like why did these kids have money at school what lunch money i never have my lunch money i never bring money to school because it's all free did you all actually have to bring money to school for lunch yeah, yeah. if you wanted to buy lunch that's crazy yeah. yeah i mean now it's just like you, you they take it's a little sketchy they take your fingerprint when you start school <laughs> and but then they, but they provide free lunch for everybody yeah, right they do provide free lunch so then when you go through you great. just like scan wow. your fingerprint and they're like all right we're good to go Kid, kids who are well kids who are getting decent meals perform better so yeah. you should be fed yeah, whether I think you can that's pay awesome. for it or not period yeah yeah i've never had the experience of bringing lunch money to school that it is that is unique because it definitely um i mean i will say this i ate the school lunch in middle school some Mm -hmm. occasionally i did and then by high school i don't know i just didn't i i i think maybe twice ever Mm -hmm. i I didn't i never bought the school i brought my lunch um or i didn't yeah but yeah if if you were gonna get food you definitely had to either you could like i think you could buy it in like a block like you could pay for a month of meals or something mm-hmm. and yeah. you have like a card or something wasn't there something like that yeah yeah or you could pay as you go um but i i didn't the eat yeah lunch. the only day that i ever was concerned with e- eating school lunch on and i i from other people i've talked to from other parts in the country this might have been like a almost national thing I think you know what I'm going to say, Sid. Chicken nugget Thursdays. Chicken nugget Thursdays. <laughs> Chicken nugget Thursdays. <laughs> where you got nuggets that were shaped like stars Dino- or maybe dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. Yeah. Yep, I remember uh, dinosaurs. Yeah. The clover leaf. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Clover leaf roll. School. 
and yep. mashed potatoes. And that was the, like, that was just a dream. And there, then there's, that, like, that comfort of knowing, like, at this moment, all around the nation, <laughs> kids like me are eating chicken nuggets. They're making little sandwiches with mashed potato, chicken nugget bread thing. I'm going to eat you, Tyrannosaurus nugget. <laughs> you, that, you, were, you were one of like a co- collective nugget eating unconscious. It was beautiful. Because I was, and, and, and I remember this, even though I've already said I didn't eat, I didn't, I mean, I did when I was in elementary and some in middle, but I didn't eat school lunch, but I was the worst kind of lunch person because I would want to <laughs> sit next to somebody no. who did. So you could steal. So I could there. be like, can I have one? Can I have one? One nug. Can I have one nug? Just one nug. Hey, did you get fries? Can I have a few? Oh, that's like that's what I was always like. Man, I feel like I was I the ate, worst. I ate fries every day for lunch in high school, but I never bought them. No, my best friend always did. I just housed half of her fries and she left me. <laughs> <laughs> that that girl is still my friend to this day, and now I understand why. That's a true friend right <laughs> yeah. there. Yeah, I used to eat like we had that exact meal when I was in elementary school and I would I ate school lunch a lot when I was in elementary school. But then uh, we had a big change in our school lunch programs. So not I mean, they're free now, which is great. But they also changed like what how there could be no salt in anything we ate. And also like there could no longer be meals that just had chicken nuggets and mashed potatoes in a roll because it's not necessarily like the healthiest thing for you to eat. <laughs> Anytime uh, your whole meal is beige, you know it's a bad yeah, thing. Yeah, that's a very fair point. But they have changed the whole lunch program. So now, while it is free, the quality has dropped significantly. Yeah, yeah. I, I am glad that the meals are healthier. The reason was Jamie Oliver came yeah. and made a TV show about how overweight our city is. And then I think he buried a deep fryer in somebody's backyard. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I, I he don't, criticized a lot of young school children for eating like chips at lunch or something. I don't know. He cried several times and now our food is different. I applaud that our food is different. Apparently someone in the city didn't know what broccoli was. He like held up a stalk of broccoli and asked them if they knew what it was. Yeah. Potato. Um <laughs> I don't I don't like the way that this show represented my home yeah (laughs) i will say that i think that yes our school lunch program needed to be improved i think yes there were a lot of changes that need to be made i think there was a way to do that without sensationalizing like the nutritional problems that can be associated with uh you know living in a more socioeconomically depressed part of the country which is let's be honest what it what a lot of it's related but i mean the saddest day of my life was going into elementary school and we no longer had those big fluffy rolls that you always like <laughs> had to trade around at the lunch table to get. We had little like whole grain breadsticks that were like the size of like I don't know, like two inches long. Or just like that's your roll. All these now. kids are like Jamie Oliver. <laughs> I know, me and all my like little eleven year old friends like, man, we miss those rolls. You used to have to like prison trade for those like here i got some candy i'll give you some candy for for like a sticker and i'll give you a sticker for your roll like it was a whole system i have all these erasers shaped like different (laughs) i did back in the day i carried around a little i carried around a little metal container that was high school musical themed full of all my shaped erasers and i would often trade and say i will give you my cake scented eraser if you give me your roll (laughs) And it was often successful, but it was not successful after they traded out those roles. Man. Well, I remember a clip from those shows where they were actually, he made, went the process through whatever it is to make a processed chicken nugget. 
mm-hmm. and to show how horrifying it is. And then afterwards, he's like, would you eat these? And the kids are all like, yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> 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 an issue. I mean, that's a thing. Like, there are a million problems. A lot of the criticism he was leveling, like, that, that you could level that criticism at, you know, the way we eat all over our country. Like, it wasn't just the school system, and it wasn't, certainly is not just West Virginia. Like, there's no. tons of problems with the way that we process food and the things that we eat. And it it sounded like it was all connected to, like, we're just too dumb to figure it out. And yeah. Like, no. I, I will I, say, though. <laughs> we're we, not. Thanks. <laughs> we supposedly made all these healthy changes, and it worked in some areas of school lunch. But the one thing we still have every day at lunch is pizza line, where you can constantly, every single day, get pizza. We we need to talk about the fatal flaws of the pizza line. <laughs> what, um, what is... But, sorry. The, the pizza <laughs> lobby is just really powerful in this country. <laughs> we're going to get in, we're gonna get into the conspiracy behind the powerful pizza lobby, but before we do that... <laughs> let's, let's check the group message. Let's check yeah. the group message real quick. What do we have today? Uh, today, we have a sponsor. Yes, we do. We do. <laughs> Our sponsor is HelloFresh, uh, who we have told you about before. They're a meal kit delivery service that makes cooking fun, easy, and convenient. And we've all tried it. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it was super simple. Like, tons of fresh, beautiful produce. I did the vegetarian package, and, like, they were, like, just awesome vegetable-based meals. I was super happy with it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, every, all the ingredients are, are really great, and uh, the recipes are good. They're really easy to follow instructions. They don't take a lot of time. They're fun to do at home. I was even able to do one, like, whole by myself and made it for me and mom and dad, and it was great, and it was delicious all, and easy. All by herself, little baby Riley all made food. <laughs> even our dad could do it. Yeah, dad did it. No offense, Riley, but that's even more impressive that no, dad, I know. <laughs> dad could cook something. <laughs> so... Um, they create uh, new delicious recipes every week, so there's always new stuff to try. They, like I said, there's easy to follow instructions. Uh, they take about 30 minutes, so yeah. not too bad, not bad for cooking your meal. And and like we've said, everybody uh, can do it, so it doesn't matter if you're a seasoned home cook or if this is the first time you're really trying to do it. And it's all for less than $10 a meal, which is crazy. And uh, they're delivered to your doorstep in a special insulated box for free. So uh, we have... They- yeah, we have a special code for you. Taylor, will you tell us about that special offer? Yeah, so for $30 off your first week of deliveries, you can vil- visit HelloFresh.com and enter the promo code STILLBUFFERING30. That's STILLBUFFERING30. So that's going to get $30 off your first week. That's a great deal. That's crazy, $30 off yeah. your free deliveries. So yeah. go check it out, HelloFresh.com. Check it out, guys. Don't right. don't eat six donuts. Don't yeah. eat six donuts and don't yeah, let's let's end the tyranny of the pizza line. Now I don't understand why there is a standing line where you can eat pizza every day of the week in our high school. And is this my question is, and I'm sure our listeners will let us know if this is universal. I do want to know if this is universal because I've only obviously ever been to schools in Huntington, West Virginia. But every year of my high school experience there's been a pizza line that it does have different kinds of pizza every day. It is not always just one specific kind of pizza, but there is pizza you can get every day. Here, here's what's especially disturbing. I work in a hospital, and our hospital cafeteria has a pizza line. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the shady industry of behind the pizza line. Like, it's the... <laughs> that, and this is not a joke. Like Every day, you can, if I wanted to, at lunch at work, I could go stand in the pizza line and get pizza and eat pizza. 
at the hospital. At the hospital <laughs> where, where I work. doctors work. Man. So the pizza line. Why? I, I mean, it's delicious. Um, but also, my concern is it's not rectangular pizza that I am receiving in the pizza line. Oh. Is it's, that gone? It's triangular slices of pizza off of a much larger pizza. Like so, regular so like pizza. regular pizza, but it, the rectangular pizza is the best pizza. So school pizza's gone now. I've I in my three years of high school, I have never seen a rectangular pizza. Mm. Did, was it designed that way so it would fit perfectly in that slot on the tray? Like it's I for hope so. Maximum I nutritional to. density. <laughs> I have to assume. I ha- I don't know why else it would be because that can't be the easiest way to bake it, like right. individual frozen blocks of pizza i don't know i I have to assume it's made for the tray Mm. and you would always get corn with it which of course is the best accompaniment (laughs) to pizza classic italian side dish to pizza (laughs) corn buttered corn (laughs) but you don't even get that anymore you get like a little like container of grapes with your pizza well um (laughs) <laughs> I mean, like it was—it's a play on an Italian meal. It's like wine. <laughs> yeah, are they Sicilian? <laughs> wine for kids. It's grapes. <laughs> <laughs> They're maybe a this little too pre-wine. old. Two days past their expiration date. Uh oh. <laughs> but I will say, having tasted rectangular pizza and school triangular pizza, nothing will ever match school rectangular pizza. Uh, I, you have been in New York with me. Please don't make that <laughs> statement. <laughs> I mean between school triangular pizza and school rectangular pizza. Okay, the, the shape makes a difference. All right. Yes. That's fair. And I will say that the, the pizza at the hospital isn't, isn't great either. Is it rectangular or triangular? No, it's like a it's triangle. It's like a pizza. It's like there are multiple pizzas and you can pick up a piece off of one of them. There's always a pizza line at the hospital. There's always a pizza line throughout your entire This is a weird message we're sending to kids. Don't worry kids, throughout your entire life there will always be a pizza line. Next time I go to the doctor and she asks me about my eating habits, I will say, no, wait a minute, miss. I am aware of the fact that there is a constant <laughs> pizza line at this facility. I'm just glad that I don't have that temptation in my life. Like, I'm kind of sad, but I'm also glad. <laughs> like, <laughs> you just... live in New York. So isn't New York, like, just one giant pizza line? <laughs> <laughs> you know, they, they do make you pay for it, though. It's true. Oh. But I feel like everywhere you go, it's like, everywhere you look, there's a lot saw. <laughs> no, there, there used to be like a, a one, one of those like, you see them all over New York, like $1 slice, like pizza places, like around the corner from my apartment. And it was just the worst thing to walk by, like to and from school. Because I don't even know if pizza could ever taste as good as it smells. Like for as delicious yeah. as pizza is, nothing smells better than yeah. pizza. Actually, mm-hmm. even now, like the park that I run in, there's a pizza place like across the block. And sometimes I'm downwind, like when there's a strong breeze. <laughs> My whole running Smell path is, yeah, I'm like, oh, this is the worst way to run. <laughs> or as good as pizza looks in cartoons or in comic books. Oh, when Jughead is eating pizza. Mm. When my dude Jughead is eating pizza instead of burgers. I love Juggy. Whoa, that pizza looks so good. Or just like pizza commercials where it's like you're really hungry already and you're like, man, what am I going to do for dinner? And then a commercial for like Pizza Hut comes on and they take up the piece of pizza. And it's like the cheese stretches down from the rest of the pizza. You got the toppings on there. So we have established like now baked. why the pizza line exists because then everybody goes, <laughs> but pizza's so good and we love it. Let's talk about pizza. <laughs> <laughs> like in all these like boards like dedicated to like children eating healthy like they get to that point in the discussion they're like but guys 
pizza, right? Pizza. I think like. what we've discovered is that the conspiracy theories about the Illuminati running everything is not true. The pizza naughty runs everything to get everyone talking about pizza constantly all the time. And it's really just all of us. It's, it's just because pizza is great and we all love it. Yeah. Um, I. Now I would I will ask this when I was younger when I was a teenager so in elementary school it was cool to carry a lunchbox mm-hmm. with like something cool relevant to the time on it so like I had my I of course had my new kids on the block right. lunchbox bright orange neon lunchbox exactly do you okay. know what I now have that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very jealous of that. <laughs> I stole it from the house. It sits on my shelf ironically I love that. I loved it. I carried my lunch in it often, and I loved it. <laughs> uh, but that was cool back then was to have, like, an actual lunchbox with stuff on it. In middle school, that started to become much less cool. And so I remember a lot of kids would carry, like, the little coolers, like the little insulated, like, soft, squishy mm-hmm. coolers. Or, um, like, I think I carried that occasionally. Or they would have, like, the lunch bags. They look like a brown paper bag, but they're really, like, an insulated bag, cooler bag kind of thing. So, like... Those kind of lunch bags were very popular. And then by high school, what my memory is that you carried a brown paper bag or nothing. I mean, <laughs> Wait, seriously. By, by nothing, you just brought your lunch, like, in your hands. <laughs> like, you know? That's so cool. I'm just holding this fist of ham. I got I got a piece of bread in the other hand. I'm not going to put them together. Whatever. I'm a cool teen. Whatever. I don't even care. I'm just all- holding this deli turkey like it's, n- like, whatever. Like, I'm not even, why are you talking about it? You this all laugh there. about not carrying any sort of bag, but... But when I bring my lunch to school every day, I have a special third pocket in my backpack that has no purpose. So I stick my Ziploc baggies of lunch in my third <laughs> pocket and just pull out the individual Ziploc baggies. Which, I mean, that's what I ended up like. I, I think I started off carrying the, the brown paper bag and then, and I, I, I am not endorsing this. I had very unhealthy, like I said, breakfast and lunch eating habits because by the time I was in high school, for most of it, I brought a bag of Cheerios. You, I started with a with a yogurt and a bag of Cheerios. Honey nut Cheerios. No, some days it was just Cheerios. Special days it would be honey nut or like really special would be like apple cinnamon. But for the most part, I would and I would like eat on my bag of Cheerios all day. And then if I was feeling really hungry, I would bring a yogurt that day mm. with my Cheerios. That's like not great. No, it was terrible. It was terrible. I'm not endorsing this. These are terrible eating habits. Yeah, well, I bring a very well balanced lunch. I bring an apple, a bag of celery sticks. Sometimes carrot sticks and a granola bar. Uh, Boom. Uh, there's a protein problem here. <laughs> Is it a high protein granola bar? Yeah. Yes, it has protein in it. Uh, Explain to me where your protein was in your yogurt and uh, Cheerios. Hey, sitting. I am admitting that it was not a good choice. Well, and but- I. <laughs> I don't even think I packed a lunch. I think I just housed my friend's fries. And then in my, <laughs> in my day, Riley, we had vending machines full of soda and snack foods at school. Yeah. And I would... Oh, we re- can't even... Yeah, we can't even have those anymore. <laughs> I remember the first... Okay, this is crazy. I remember when they put in the soda vending machine in our middle school. Do You, you may... You, this was before you, Tay, before mm. you were there. But they put in, in the gym, in like the hallway off the gym, they put in a soda machine. And it was, it was like a madhouse for the next, I don't know, six months. 
as soon as the bell would ring for lunch, there was a line like <laughs> stretching around the gym of kids waiting to buy a soda so that they could wait and get a vending machine. It was such a huge deal that you could get soda at school. It was it was crazy. And and there you could still do that in high school. I mean, at our high school, you could still. And I did that most days to go with my Cheerios. I would go get a diet soda at lunch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now we have, like we did in elementary school, which shows you just how long we haven't been able to have sodas in school. Since I was in elementary school, we had vending machines that had bottles of flavored water in them. Not even like Gatorade or like a sports drink, just like flavored waters. Um, and we didn't have food vending machines. And in my high school, we have a vending machine where I think you can get water and maybe some flavored waters and Gatorade. Um, and then out of the snack vending machine, there are like three different snacks. That's, that's good, it. though. It was a mess that they put those machines in schools. I don't know why we had we had unfettered yeah. access to sugary soda and like chips and candy bars and all pizza. day. Yeah, it was great. I mean, terrible. It was terrible. <laughs> <That> <laughs> no, it was terrible. Great. It was terrible that we should not have had a. We were. I was not. Obviously, as we've already mentioned, we were not smart enough to be making healthy food choices. <laughs> Wait, I have to. I have to ask a question, Riley, because I don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Sydney, do you remember this? Because I've brought this up with other people, and they're like, "No, that was never a thing." I'm like, "No, th- this was. This definitely existed." Instead of the milk cartons, I remember in elementary school, the milk came in a clear plastic bag. Yeah, yeah, it was milk like bags. a milk. It was a milk pouch. That, it was no, yeah, yeah. I've never had that. Yes, milk used to come in bags. Um, and if you were too, you, would, you had to be really careful. <laughs> if, you were too, if you had too much force, you might poke your straw all the way through. <laughs> yeah, like a you, Capri Sun. Well, no. no, because it was like I mean, imagine more like a Ziploc bag <laughs> that's just except there's no Ziploc on. It's just sealed on all four sides, and then it's filled with milk. Like a malleable bag of milk. I mean, it's not that thin. It's it's slightly thicker, but still, and like it, I mean, pokeable with like a plastic straw. So you would t- get your plastic straw and just jam it into one side of the bag, but don't go all the way through. Yeah, it was also what really was great for spraying it? at people. Like they just work like little fountains, like. <laughs> <laughs> What happened? I don't know. What did what did the school system go through that for a short period they gave their children milk in bags? I don't I don't you have to imagine that I mean there must have been like a cost saving thing or something or you could store more. I don't know. I certainly there were I had I'm sure they had reasons, but if you had to be a teacher when we had milk bags that must have been your nightmare yeah milk bags sound like my nightmare like that's (laughs) terrifying i think they're still around i think we've we've i've heard this before that there are still places where milk bags are still like the norm maybe this is wrong but isn't that how they they buy milk in canada uh there are other countries yes that there are lots uh, there of places where milk is sold in bags. It, I think you're right. Yeah. I think you may be right. Our Canadian listeners, I'm sure, know for sure. But I think Y'all. you're right about that. I think that they do. They probably don't just like stick a straw in it, though. No. <laughs> Not if you're buying like for the whole family. <laughs> okay, everybody. We're having this bag of milk for dinner. Everybody stick it. You all stick your own straw in. It's adorable. And you share it. It's like one of those games where you have to keep pulling the straws out to make sure you don't drop all the things off of it. Like how many straws can you get in before the milk bag explodes? No, I, I don't. I, I These were single serve milk bags. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, <laughs> but moving on from school lunches and pizza lines, what did you all do after school for your after school snacks? Because I feel like after school snacks is something that everyone does always. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I mean, we've talked about some of these foods before. Like when I was younger, I would often want to come home and eat like some pizza rolls Mm -hmm. or bagel bites or like a Hot Pocket or something like that. Probably because I wasn't actually eating lunch. (laughs) Right. Um, If I hadn't, I didn't mention this. Mom, there was a time period, and Taylor, you may remember this, where mom actually put those things in our lunch. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, where we, she would like wrap them, like cook them in the morning, wrap them up in a paper towel and then wrap them in foil to keep them warm and put them in our lunch. I oh. remember several times where I would bring like either pepperoni rolls or like a Hot Pocket to school. Yeah, th- those were like currency for, for my middle school years. Like she would send me with pizza rolls to school and like I was the cool kid. <laughs> like exactly. yeah, pizza rolls. <laughs> you were the coolest if you had a plastic container or, or a, uh, aluminum foil container of pizza rolls. Pizza rolls. Like, <laughs> Lukewarm pizza packet. rolls. Yep. <laughs> um, but those were things that, that we would do. I When it came to, like, cooking my own things, I discovered the, especially when I became more conscious of, like, I mean, I don't want to say healthy. It wasn't healthy. It was calories. I became more conscious of calories and things, which does not necessarily equate with healthy eating. I uh, would go buy cans of soup. I would ask mm-hmm. mom and dad to get me lots of cans of soup, mm-hmm. and I would eat a soup. microwavable <laughs> can of soup. <laughs> Because you could get ones that were like the whole can was like 160 calories, and you're like, yeah, okay, well, healthy uh, snack. My after school snack is a little bit weird because I leave school every day at noon, and my lunch, which seems early to me for lunch because there are people that are eating it that don't leave at noon, is at 10:37, which seems very early because most even like fast food places are not serving breakfast by that time or serving lunch by that time. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's my lunch. And usually I'm just eating like my apple and celery and granola bar at that point. But I get home at like 1215. So I'm pretty much just eating lunch at that point. Like, I guess my my apple and celery are like a late brunch. And Mm -hmm. now I'm eating lunch (laughs) at noon. So I usually just eat like a like a bag of popcorn or like like a salad Mm -hmm. or occasionally maybe if i'm feeling like i like i earned it some pizza rolls or some bagel bites Mm -hmm. uh but then it's like it's not even an after school snack at that point because after school snack is supposed to like hold you till dinner it's just like a few hours till dinner it's like 3 30 and you're gonna have dinner at like 6 30 but now you have you know i'm eating my after school snack at 12 30 it's like well gotta gotta be satisfied till 6 30 well now taylor you did the classic i remember a lot the ramen oh yeah and i mean i and it wasn't just like hey, I could make it it was easy but I was also obsessed with anime and so that was like to prove my dedication I just had to eat all of the ramen all the time <laughs> <laughs> like that was like you know that was like it was it was a, a a a demonstration of my love as much as it was just I need to f- eat food that was like a, you were like an early like it's supposed to be a college thing, but you were an early adopter, like yeah, high school. I was way ahead of the curve. <laughs> I, I know. Will, I will say I don't know how to cook many things by myself, um, but ramen is one of the things that I'm always like, I can just make ramen, just yeah. make that myself, just put that on the stove. But not like our mom thinks you're supposed to make it, which is insane. I don't know if you all are aware of this, but you fill up oh, like no. a large measuring glass full of water yep. and put it in the microwave and heat it up. And then cook the ramen in it in the microwave. In the uh, microwave. I mean, I guess you can. It, I, but yeah. Why? That's how I thought it was made too. And then uh, one of my friends, like in high school, like was over spending the night, and we were making ramen, and she totally like, no, you're doing it wrong. I'm like, I'm doing ramen wrong. I bring shame. <laughs> I I don't even know if the the taste is different because I have had it both ways, and like I won't say that making it in the microwave is significantly worse. But it's just like, 
it doesn't feel right to me. No, it feels and it's not like morally wrong. It's not that cumbersome to make on the stove. Yeah, like you heat up like two cups of water and just like stick it in for literally two minutes and then take it out. <laughs> yeah, I mean it takes no time. It's very, it's quite easy. Yeah, uh, we we endorse ramen on this show. <laughs> now, I like I like to add corn to my ramen. I think it's very good. I had what? some corn, <laughs> frozen corn in there, and I throw in sriracha and then just like classic Italian side dish corn, uh-huh. classic. You know, ramen add in. Sure, I, like corn. I do. I like I like corn in my ramen with some sriracha. That's my ideal ramen. Justin throws an egg in with his. That sounds good. Oh yeah. Um, there's so many things that you can you do can with do. ramen. Yeah. Let's just talk about ramen. This no. <laughs> episode not. is now just ramen. <laughs> Pizza line and ramen. But it was it's essential because when you go to college, then somebody will get you a noodle pot. What's that? It's a noodle a, pot. Didn't you ever have a noodle pot? What the heck is the thing you plug pot? into the you plug it into the wall and it boils water really quickly. Dude, and you can cook. that's not a noodle pot. I had a stove. What what were you doing? That's like in a, my room, in my dorm room. That's not called a noodle pot. Yeah, that's called like a hot pad. Well, it's not a pad. It's like a pot. Okay, but you can like make many other things other than just noodles in this. Yeah, but it was pot. you know the intention was like here's for your ramen. Wait, welcome was to college. It? Here's for your ramen. Are you sure it wasn't an electric teapot? I mean, you could do that too. But it's big. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't It wasn't teapot shaped. It was like a big, like, like a pot, like a big pot. All it right. wasn't a tea. It wasn't a tea kettle shape. All right, pot, Sydney. <laughs> no, but like I, I mainly use it for ramen. Now, I, I will credit mom with this. Before I went to college, she uh, she taught me how to make a tofu stir fry. And, like, it was super good. It was, I had, like, bok choy and, like, a ton of vegetables and, like, soy sauce. And that was, like, my one trick that I pull out for my college friends. Like, <laughs> want me to make a tofu stir fry? I'll do that tofu stir fry for you. I can do it. <laughs> <laughs> I will that was- say that's very similar to the one thing I am able to make, which is, like, stirring just a bunch of vegetables in with, like, some either noodles or shrimp or something and it's like put some soy sauce in it's like there you go oh yeah that, to this day that's like nine out of ten meals i cook for myself I was like oh, a bunch yeah. of vegetables here's some sort of a protein a noodle great <laughs> that's yeah. much better i will say than my like when i went off to cooking on my own other than canned soup which was largely what i ate i would buy cans of chicken oh god i remember this like you could buy it's like canned tuna except it's chicken because i didn't i didn't really like tuna back then less appealing it's just canned chicken not the whole canned i've seen this on like the food network challenge shows where it's like an entire chicken in a can not like that like shredded chicken and then i would put that in a bowl with some steak seasoning (laughs) and (laughs) like it's pre-cooked chicken you don't have to do anything to it you just eat it out of the can but i would put in a bowl with some steak seasoning and some crackers. Like, but mushed up crackers. What? Yeah, I would crumble up all the crackers and stir it together and I would eat that. Sydney, what, what are you that? doing? That's what I, <laughs> I ate that. So, like, that was my standard. I don't know. I used to eat that. I had this other meal that I ate where I would dump a can of peas in a bowl and I would um, chop up a little bit of onion and put it in there and eat peas in <laughs> No, no, that must be a mom thing because when I was uh, when I was on the tennis team before practices, she would bring me like and that's what I wouldn't really eat at school a lot, but I I'd, I'd always have practice after school. She'd bring me a bowl of peas, onions, and tuna and cottage cheese, and that was like this is your protein and your carbs for your tennis practice. And I would eat that every time. Like I can't perform well if I don't eat this weird bowl of peas. <laughs> 
Guys, that's all so gross. <laughs> Sometimes I <laughs> throw almonds in with the peas and what? onions. I was like, I think um, I, for crunch. I don't know if it was like my breath that scared most people into like losing <laughs> against me as a tennis player. <laughs> I forfeit. I forfeit. <laughs> what did you eat? Smell like onions and tuna. Interestingly enough, I just ate oh. onions and tuna. <laughs> Isn't that what everybody before a big I tennis can, match? I can proudly say I have never made any of these gross concoctions and tried to eat them. I would I would make I, I went um and bought a huge like jumbo jar of pickle chips. Like one of the giant like I mean drums of pickles. And I would keep that in the fridge and I would buy like It's already bad. I, I would buy giant packs of cheap lunch meat and then a huge bottle of mustard and like because that's all very cheap and i would make like roll-ups like i would take a piece of like turkey and (laughs) and squirt some some mustard on it and put pickles and roll it up like a little little roll-up there i ate that i ate that a lot bad job these are the things i cooked (laughs) see i I think that like the the most like sane eating I've ever done is now that I'm a vegan just because it's so foreign to me that I had to like read books and like follow other recipes I'm like oh this is a food that I made just 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 get me far enough, far enough away from food I'm familiar with and I'll be okay <laughs> that's probably a good idea because it really it took me I mean Justin's a really good cook and that is how I have any of the skills I have came from that and then of course I learned a lot more about healthy eating a lot through my like my career and schooling mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, Cause I was not, I was not a healthy eater. And my main concern was eating like low calorie. Right. Yeah. Which is not, obviously that is not necessarily a pathway to, you can eat low calorie and eat healthy, mm-hmm. but one does not necessarily mean the other. Right. Um, so but. don't, don't repeat these mistakes. Yeah. <laughs> don't make any of these things that Sydney and Taylor have told you about because they all sound very listen, bad. Hey, uh, listen, if, if you're in college and you want a cheap meal, Canned chicken, no, crumbled up, no, no, no crumbled don't up do saltines. This. Don't listen to my sister. Crumbled saltines, canned chicken, steak seasoning, like the big old thing of like McCormick steak seasoning. I'm just saying, mix it all together. I'm disappointed in you and anyone who <laughs> listens to you. <laughs> really tasty, no. Uh, yeah, no, but no. Don't, don't eat six donuts, but don't also do don't just eat a bag of Cheerios. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There, there's. There's a thing in between. <laughs> There's a middle ground here. And eat breakfast. That's how we're ending our episode, by telling you to eat breakfast. Well, I'm telling you to eat breakfast. Okay. Riley, eat, eat breakfast. breakfast. Taylor, do you okay. eat breakfast? Uh, well, if I wake up early enough. I mean, I, I'm a bartender, so I tend to sleep a little later. But that's like, I have a box of cereal in my house specifically to get me out of bed. Because if mm-hmm. like my like 9 o'clock alarm goes off, I'm like, well, I could sleep a little more hours. But if I wake up, I get to eat breakfast food so it'll get me out of bed <laughs> ah. hey that's good though yeah. eat yeah. breakfast it's very important i have um i have come to store my favorite kind of granola bar in my office so i have no excuse it's at work it's right there i have to grab one is that that probably gets you to well, go to work like with a more impetus right like you just I find that it actually does <laughs> help to know like i've got my coffee that i enjoy but i also know that waiting for me in my office i get these chocolate chili like they're a little spicy and sweet mm-hmm. granola bars oh really good i'd also just like to throw out there for all my other peeps in school 
if you're already out for college, you're lucky, but also I only have two more Tuesdays left after this one where this episode will be going up of my junior year. So. Oh my gosh. <laughs> there's that. Well, everybody. It's all my summer, everybody. Go ride those waves and soak up those rays. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're going to make that stick, huh? <laughs> I am. That's my new catchphrase. TM. Jeez. <laughs> Well, um, I hope everybody uh, eats breakfast and <laughs> eats healthier lunches than apparently any of us Yeah, did. any of us did. <laughs> don't steal your friend's fries. Please don't eat bags of Cheerios. Riley, you still are not eating any protein. That's me. Get on it. <laughs> um, in the meantime, thank you for listening to our show. Thank you uh, for supporting our network maximumfun.org check it out there are a lot of other wonderful podcasts that you can listen to if you want to uh email us you can email us at stillbuffering at maximumfun.org and send us comments or show suggestions topics questions that kind of thing uh you can tweet at us at stillbuff and you can join our facebook group still buffering on facebook yeah. a very active community there and uh thank you to the novellas for our theme song baby you change your mind this has been Still Buffering, a sister's guide to teens through the ages. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McElroy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. I'm a teenager. And, and I, I was, was two. 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 Tyrannosaurus Nugget. Uh. <laughs> Tyrannosaurus Nugget is coming to get you. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm Barbara Gray. I'm Brandy Posey. And I'm Tess Barker. We're Lady to Lady. Do you want to sleep over in your ears? Is that a friend in your pocket or are you just podcast to see me? We're a portable hangout you can bring to the gym, on the subway, or on an oil rig. Seriously, we have listeners who do that. Show with us while we get high with Margaret Cho. Talk showgirls with Katya from Drag Race. And hear Broadway star Anthony Rapp sing Hamilton. I am not throwing away my shot. <laughs> I am not throwing away my shot. Hey, yo, I'm just like my country. I'm young, scrappy, and hungry, and I'm not throwing away my shot. That's Lady to Lady. Can you keep a secret? Neither can we. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.